Welcome to Let's Talk OA, the podcast series on all things osteoarthritis. This space is designed for healthcare professionals and the OA community in general to gather and learn from key world-renowned experts that dedicate their day-to-day in helping the lives of those living with OA, as well as those who are coping with a life affected by this disease. I'm Simon Fleming, your host for the series and a trainee orthopaedic surgeon in the United Kingdom. We are lucky to have Professor Henrotin here today with us. He is a professor of pathology, physical and manual therapy and rehabilitation, and director of the Musculoskeletal Innovative Research Lab at the University of Liege in Belgium. He's head of the physical therapy and rehabilitation department at the Princess Paula Hospital in Vivalia. And between 2006 and 2013, he was a member of the board of ORC, which is the Osteoarthritis Research Society International. Recently, he was made a member of the Communication and Publication Standing Committee of the International Cartilage Regeneration and Joint Society, and is still ORC Steering Committee. He's Vice President of the Spine Section of the Osteoarthritis Section of the French Society of Rheumatology, Principal Investigator of the Belgian Excellence of Science Consortium, More than that, he's co-president of the Board of National Council of Physical Therapy and Rehabilitation for the Belgian Health Ministry, editor-in-chief of the International Journal of Orthopaedics, and has won the very prestigious uh, de Kuman Prize for his contribution to bettering our understanding of osteoarthritis. In other words, he is the right person to speak to when it comes to understanding osteoarthritis. Welcome. Hi, Simon. So to kick us off, uh, like any good doctor, I'm going to ask a really open question and then just let you talk. So what can you tell me about osteoarthritis and why why is it important to increase our knowledge? Surely we know what we need to know about it already. Yes, Simon, this is a very important question because you know that at this time, a physician considered a way is a disease related to aging for which there are no cure. And um, at this time, uh, osteoarthritis is uh, definitely more than a tear and wear uh, disease of the joint. Uh, this is also a disease that uh, uh, not only affects the cartilage, which is, of course, the main hallmark of osteoarthritis, but the disease also affects all the joint tissues and the periarticular tissues including the synovial membrane, including the subconvert bone, but also, and this is very important, the muscles. More recently, it was demonstrated that osteoarthritis is also a metabolic disease. And uh, there was identified a link between osteoarthritis and, and a lot of comorbidities in elderly people, including the metabolic syndromes, obesity, but also cardiovascular disease. And the link is in the both sides. What this means, this means that osteoarthritis is a cause of metabolic syndromes and obesity, and also uh, an increase uh, risk factors for increase of cardiovascular uh, death. But inversely, the metabolic syndromes and obesity are also risk factors for osteoarthritis. And what this means, that mean, this means that we need to have a holistic view of the patient. We not only treat the joint, but we treat the patient with the comorbidities. And this is for which recently 
the ORC have published recommendation according the phenotype of the patient. And the treatment is by this way better uh, fit, fitting with the phenotype and the comorbidities accompanying the osteoarthritic disease. So that's fascinating. So it's that it, it, it feels like to me, listening to you, that it kind of cuts both ways that osteoarthritis is linked to metabolic disease and metabolic diseases are linked to arthritis. So it's not as straightforward as you get older, you get wear and tear. There's there's more to it than that. Uh, it, what's interesting is, and you you talked about being holistic and it's something that increasingly healthcare is starting to understand is so important. Um, as the series goes on, we're, we're going to talk about how osteoarthritis impacts patients' lives. And of course, the best people to speak to about that is, is patients. And we're lucky to have lots of patients coming on here to talk to us about what they've gone through, what they've experienced, what they, they hope for. But I guess when we talk about OA in terms of the burden it puts on patients, what's your take on that? How can we reduce that burden? I think that's, you know, that uh, no FDA, uh, the Food Drugs Administration in U.S., recognize osteoarthritis as a serious uh, disease uh, without any cure. And this is important that the physician, but also the patient, were aware of the severity of the disease. Why? Because this is the first cause of sedentarity is young adult. And this is important because as a patient has fear to motion because they have pain, they stop all the physical activities, which is a cause of sedentarity and of course obesity and metabolic syndrome. And this is very important because this is the starting point of the story and of the degradation of the health in many patients. And what is very important is that we now know that osteoarthritis is also involved in the systemic inflammation in healthy people. You know, Simon, that uh, elderly people has progressively with age an increase of the systemic inflammation that we can observe by an increase of CRP, IS-6 in the blood, for example. And we now know that uh, osteoarthritis, which affect a lot of joint in the body, contribute to what is so-called the inflammaging and the meta-inflammation. And these both systemic low-grade inflammation are involved in the physiopathology of cardiovascular disease. And this is probably the link between osteoarthritis, cardiovascular disease, and the increased risk of dying of cardiovascular disease when you have a diagnosis of osteoarthritis. And mainly if this diagnosis is performed before 40 years old. So, you know, again, it's it's interesting because you you talked about the start of someone's journey and and it's something that we're going to try and explore as this as this program goes on is is that journey from the first time that we meet a patient or the first time even before that for the first time a patient realizes they might have osteoarthritis all the way through to to the end of their journey where we hopefully are able to help manage their their pain their disability their function um, from a global point of view, and it's, of course, I wouldn't ask you to speak on behalf of, you know, every healthcare practitioner in the world, but but you're well informed enough to give a, a kind of a, you know, a helicopter overview of what this looks like. When a patient first comes to, 
to one of us, to a family doctor, to a rheumatologist, to an orthopedic surgeon? Do you find they tend to come in with a diagnosis? Do you find they tend to come in with just like a spectrum of, of symptoms? What is that first encounter like when you first meet them? What do they come in complaining of? What do they need? Because I imagine they don't come in as a patient and go, my interleukins and my CRP are raised. They just turn up. No, you are right, Simon. Probably, and this this is an important message uh, that we could uh, transmit to the patients, is that when they have the first pain in motion, the first noise in in the joint, they have to consult the physician. And this is very important. Why? Because this is probably at this stage early that we could expect the better results of pharmacological and non-pharmacological treatment and mainly non-pharmacological treatment. Because when you start early the management of OE in patients, you can modify their lifestyle, you can better manage the pain, and you can also start non-pharmacological treatment, including a uh, program exercise and which are efficient to prevent muscle performance loss, for example, and the protection of the joint. And this is for which when you have the first symptoms, consult the physician, the GP, and the GP has also to contact, to transfer the patient to uh, the physical therapist for a precise and specific rehabilitation of the OA patient to prevent the progression of the disease. So I'm going to kind of not challenge you on that, but but I guess my question is, so I'm 37, I'm not particularly overweight, I'm not particularly underweight, and my back hurts. Should I not just take some anti-inflammatories and carry on with my day, or should I should I reach out to my doctor? You have to, to reach out to the doctor uh, for, for two reasons. First, to have out to uh, use uh, NSAIDs uh, like that every time you have a pain, okay? Because you know that uh, the long-term use of NSAIDs may have severe adverse effects. Secondary is that we have identified the risk factors that is at the origin of pure osteoarthritis. This can be overweight, but this is not your case, Simon. You are fit and well. But this can be also uh, trauma, joint trauma. If you had a joint trauma, probably you have lost muscles, muscles performance, neuromuscular control with your muscles. And probably we have to re-educate that to improve the performance of your muscles. If you have also a member, a limb axis trouble, we can correct that. Okay. And I think that we have identified the risk factors, the cause of your osteoarthritis to prevent the progression. And if we do that early, we can correct these risk factors, the mechanical risk factors. I think that's a great message to end our first episode on, which is prevention is better than cure. And if you're not sure, if you've got pain and crunching and problems, to reach out to a doctor, because the sooner we find out what's going on, the sooner we can help you hopefully live a long, productive, either pain-free or with as little pain as possible life. Thank you so much for joining us. And we hope that our listeners will join us again for all the remaining episodes as we talk osteoarthritis. Thank you very much. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for joining us on Let's Talk OA, a podcast series brought to you by Laboratories Expand Science. We'll see you next time 
as we continue to learn more about osteoarthritis.